Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of Ancient Prophets Modern Message. My name is Dave Ward, I'm your host. This podcast will take the form of a short reflection based on a reading from one of the 12 minor prophets. Every episode is divided into five sections. Pause, read, think, pray and live. You'll be invited to pause, to read a few verses from the Bible, to think about some of the issues the passage raises, and to pray about what you've learned. Finally, you're invited to think of small actions you can take to actually put into practice the message of the prophet as you live your everyday life. This is the final reflection in series two of the podcast where we've been looking at the tough and tender prophecy of Hosea. In series three we'll look at Habakkuk whose name meant wrestler and he certainly wrestles with God as he moves from questioning to trusting. This is Hosea part 10, Healing. God is always with us, but so many things fill our hearts and minds that we're easily distracted and forget that God is there. And so we pause to renew our awareness of the presence of God. We spend time being still and resting in that presence. Even though Israel have suffered the consequences of their unfaithfulness to God and are now in exile, God continues to offer them healing and restoration. We read from Hosea chapter 14 verses 1 to 9. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for your sins have brought you down. Bring your confessions and return to the Lord. Say to him, forgive all our sins and graciously receive us so that we may offer you our praises. Assyria cannot save us, nor can our war horses. Never again will we say to the idols we've made, you are our gods. No, in you alone do the orphans find mercy. The Lord says, then I will heal you of your faithlessness. My love will know no bounds, for my anger will be gone forever. I will be to Israel like a refreshing dew from heaven. Israel will blossom like the lily. It'll send roots deep into the soil like the cedars in Lebanon. Its branches will spread out like beautiful olive trees, as fragrant as the cedars of Lebanon. My people will again live under my shade. They will flourish like grain and blossom like grapevines. They will be as fragrant as the wines of Lebanon. O Israel, stay away from idols. I am the one 
who answers your prayers and cares for you. I am like a tree that's always green. All your fruit comes from me. Let those who are wise understand these things. Let those with discernment listen carefully. The paths of the Lord are true and right, and righteous people live by walking in them. But in those paths, sinners stumble and fall. Hosea prophesied until at least 715 BC, seven years after Israel was destroyed. So it's very likely that the last of his prophecies, found in chapter 14, was addressed to the survivors in exile in Assyria or in Egypt. They need to return. Verse 3 lists the things they need to change their hearts and minds about. They need to repent of following false saviours, repent from their wrong view of God, and repent of their self-centred ignoring of the poor. They need to confess, to admit that they were wrong in their motives and their actions, and to ask God to forgive and restore them. Then God guarantees that they will be healed. There will be people who are refreshed, fruitful and flourishing. But God is under no illusions. He knows the people so well. So he effectively says, I know your weakness. Putting your trust in things other than God, whether that's the political and military power of other nations or its idols. It's only by putting me first that you will thrive. Then in verse 9, the prophet adds his postscript. Not everyone will be restored and make it back home. Only those who make the right choices. And so we pray. Father, I'm sorry that I don't always trust you and that I put my trust in other things my status, my connections, my money, my family, my friends, the latest self-help guru, the list could go on and on. All these things could be helpful, but not if they replace you. Please help me to always come to you first and not as a last resort. I'm truly sorry for the times I've not done that in the past. Please heal me from the results of past mistakes and restore me to the right path, living close to you. Amen. <clears throat> and as we go on to live these things in our everyday lives, ask ourselves the question, what are the things that you're most likely to use as substitutes for God, particularly when things are tough? You may find it helpful to make a list so that you can pray through them, add to it later on. 
meditate on the words of Psalm 40, Psalm 40, which begins, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He's given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. And Psalm 40 ends, As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord keep me in his thoughts. You are my helper and my saviour. Oh my God, do not delay. Try to bring the words of that psalm to mind when you find yourself in a situation where you really need to trust in God and not in other things. And our final prayer. Father, keep me constantly aware of your loving presence wherever I go today. Jesus, help me to resemble you in the things I do, think and say with all the people I will meet today. Spirit, open my eyes to see you at work in the world and prompt me to join in with what I see. Amen.